but it was just good to see like that defensive effort and them actually showing effort uh wanting to get this win especially on the road like today i believe the pelicans lost mavs lost like um lakers lost golden state lost so it was very important to get this win where i believe we started the uh, day off like in seventh place and now we're in fifth place so um this is a huge win everyone uh, stepped up in a major way tonight. I thought Trey Lyles um, had some big minutes. Davion obviously had some big minutes. Chris Warte had big minutes. Um, so it was really nice to see. Back to what Serial was saying. Like, could you guys imagine if Sabonis either played for the Lakers or the Knicks or the Bulls? Like, he'll be, he'll or be he would have about 10 nicknames. Um, he would be headlining everything. Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings cast. It's daily. Joined by my co-pilots, Naima and Elizabeth. How are you? What's up, y'all? Hey. Here we go. First quarter, Keegan gets a block on James Harden, then hits a left corner three. Fox gets a steal and a putback. Domas misses a couple bunnies at the rim, but that was remedied as the game went on. The ball is moving for the Kings. Herder makes a perfect skip pass to Fox, who drives in for an easy layup. Flips up 28-25 to end the quarter. Second quarter, De'Aaron Fox scores on a variety of defenders. P.J. Tucker, he scored four points on him. Amir Coffey, he got a trip to the free throw line and hit them both. Duarte, Keegs, and H.B. all hit threes. Shout out to H.B. who had 10 in the first half. Fox had 12. Kings up 58-51. Naima and Liz. I just, you know what? The first half, like, I feel like um, we were missing some bunnies, like you mentioned, Domas and everything, but I just like the aggressiveness that we had, especially going to the rim. Like, yeah, Domas was, I think he was like one of eight at one point or something like that, but I just loved that he was like, you know, going for it and actually, um, you know, scoring. Kevin had some great um, threes in that first half. Like the bench came in and stepped up. Of of course, Domas almost had a triple-double at the half. He had his double-double. Darren, man, this entire game, he was just special. But um, that first half was great as well. Just, you know, with Paul George out, you know, they're under, they don't have um, all their players. And, of course, one of their better players. So we needed to, like, keep keep the foot on the gas. And that's what we did in that first half. So um very pleased with what the Kings did in that first half. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see, you know, HB got going early, uh, Keegan got going early, Fox kind of got going early. Uh, Sabonis was obviously struggling just a little bit, but he was still impacting the ways, you know, or the game, you know, with his rebounds, his assists. I mean, he had a a freaking assist basically off his knees um, to Kevin Herter down below. So uh, if you're impacting the game when you're not scoring, I mean, that's all that you need to do. But uh I have to say the defensive rotations in that first half uh, were absolutely incredible tonight. Um, Our defense was flying all the fuck over that court. I mean, there was a couple lapses where, you know, Norman Powell got uh, free. He made one and then he missed that one right um, to end the half. Uh, But that's the guy you cannot leave open. I mean, he will make you pay for it. So uh, I felt like we got kind of lucky on a few of those. Um, But I, I just I love the physicality that they played with in that first half. Uh, that's super important, especially against this Clippers team because they are very physical. And if you let them out physical, you um, and that's what they've done the past two meetings that we've had with them. Uh, you know, you're going to get those results of getting blown the fuck out and basically, you know, run out of the gym. Um, so tonight they responded very well. 
uh, in that first half, you know, to come out and basically, you know, play with that physicality right off the bat. Um, and like I said, just defensively, they were doing all they could do. So uh, really great first half from the guys. And shout out to Mike Brown for having a game plan. And it's not a genius game plan by any means. I think any team facing the Clippers would do this, but for them to double Kawhi Leonard um, on most possessions uh, was great and they executed perfectly. And yes, let's acknowledge that the Clippers were down one major player in, in Paul George. So we totally get that. We'll take this win anyway, though. And uh, yeah, the Kings executed the game plan perfectly on the defensive end. And then offensively, uh, they were cooking. In the third quarter, Kings come out blazing. Domas gets that monster dunk over Zubats, which was incredible. Kings up 17 at that point. HB hits a right corner three. And at that point, with 7.39 to go in the third quarter, Domas has another triple-double. Monk punches in a three. Kings up 89-80 to to end the quarter. Fourth quarter, Trey Lyles gets a huge offensive rebound, which turns into a Keegan three. Fox gets a tech. As you know, refs are starting to hoe out for Adam Silver. Domas gets an offensive rebound, which turns into a Davion three. HB hits a three and a post-up. So shout out to him uh, for taking up a little bit of the scoring load when Fox went to the bench in the fourth quarter. Ironically, Fox is guarded by Harden, James Harden, and then he gets a trip to the foul line. So it's nice to see Fox uh, become a foul merchant on the foul merchant, James Harden. Fox got a dagger sale with a minute and change to go. Fox hits a midi. Light the beam, bitches. 123-107. Kings win. Naima Elizabeth. I mean, this was just such a satisfying win. Um, I don't know, like especially because we've lost, like the Kings have lost the past two games against the Clippers. But it was just good to see like that defensive effort and them actually showing effort, uh, wanting to get this win, especially on the road. Like today, I believe the Pelicans lost, Mavs lost, like um, Lakers lost, Golden State lost. So it was very important to get this win. Where I believe we started the. A day off like in seventh place and now we're in fifth place so it's going to be an absolute dogfight the rest of the season so I don't know it was just it was so special to see uh De'Aaron what he did like that one that about two minutes um of just intensive uh a defensive um intensity and him like scoring on the end on the other end as well like you could feel it like if you were the, if you're there you could feel if you're watching through a tv screen you could feel like his passion and his energy and everything and i feel after that i'm like yeah we're not there's no way we're losing this game with Darren playing like this and you know it showed he ended up getting a steal um a stop and then hitting a midi you know the typical i love Darren's midis he he kind of fell in love with shooting threes, but I'm like, now nah, get, get to your bread and butter. So it was just beautiful to see. Of course, Harrison Barnes had a great game as well. Kevin Herter, um, he didn't play much, I believe, in the fourth quarter if at all, but he hit some timely threes. Um, shout out to Davion for coming in and hitting threes as well. Monk, like the luxury of having Monk come in for Fox and him like hit back to back a three and then sealing it basically with a floater after that possession. So honestly, it was such a just overall great team win, very satisfying win. And um, hopefully we can come out tomorrow and play hard as well, especially with heat having so many players suspended from their last game. So yeah, just, just a, uh, what is this like a three game winning streak or something like that right now? Let's, let's keep it rolling. Yeah, the second half, um, I, I loved how they came out. I mean, Kevin Herter hit a three before like anyone could even get back to their seats. 
Uh, I believe they went on like an 8-0 run to start that third quarter, so that was awesome to see. Uh, just Fox, uh, his defense in that second half um, was just absolutely amazing. I mean, he had like really, really big steals to kind of seal that game. Uh, and then, you know, Malik Monk, I thought he struggled, you know, in the first half, and then he came out uh, in that fourth quarter and just absolutely lit it up when Fox was on the bench. Uh, same with Domas, you know, he obviously struggled kind of in that first half, but they kind of adjusted and they were kind of doing the, you know, the pick and roll with him to get him going downhill and get those easy buckets. Uh, so he started going, I mean, just what he does on a night basis, just absolutely insane. I mean, he was struggling in that first half and he pretty much had, you know, almost a triple double, uh, just in that first half alone. So, um, we are, we should be grateful, uh, that we have a guy like Sabonis, um, as our starting center, because on a nightly basis, he just goes out and fucking kills it. Uh, and then yeah, Fox, I mean, People, you know, our fans were like, what's going on with Fox? You know, Fox, da, da, da. Like, the timeline was going crazy with Aaron Fox. And it's like, man, guys like that, him are going to have bad games. It fucking happens, okay? Like, we can't expect him to do this shit on a nightly basis. Um, and he's been, you know, came back from the All-Star break, refreshed. Um, he's looked really great these two games. Uh, and that's what I love to see, you know, get your time off, get your well-needed rest, do what you got to do to get your mind back in it, get your mind right, and then go from there. So um, this is a huge win. I, everyone uh, stepped up in a major way tonight. I thought Trey Lyles um, had some big minutes. Dayon obviously had some big minutes. Chris Duarte had big minutes. Um, so it was really nice to see, uh, you know, everyone basically contributing to this win. Um, so, yeah, hopefully tomorrow they can, uh, you know, on a back-to-back, with the heat being shut, you know, short, so, such short-handed or whatever tomorrow, I still never doubt an Eric Spolstra-led team because you know he is one of the greatest coaches to be coaching in the NBA right now. So hopefully they can get the win. But yeah, really nice win tonight. And shout out to Keegan for his defense uh, on everybody. He he was switched on multiple times, and yeah, Kawhi hit a lot of shots on him. Uh, maybe even Harden did too. But it was perfect defense. What are you going to do if Kawhi or anybody else is on a heater? You couldn't ask for better defense. Seriously, it's just they just happened to bust on him. But no, Keegan did a hell of a job. Shout out to Harrison for, uh, you know, guarding Kawhi. And I thought he did a good job. I mean, he was hitting tough shots, but he did not He did not do as well. I mean, I think he was like 7, seven of 17 from the field. So that's uh, not that efficient. And I'll take that any day. Jordan, what's happening? Very good game by the boys tonight. Um, looking at the stat sheet tonight, and just going off of the vibes of this game, this felt like Beam Team 2.0. This felt like exactly what Mike Brown, the coaching staff, the front office, what the team was going for when it when we came out of the offseason, began the new season. This is what they were this is what they wanted to see. They wanted to see that defensive effort. We came out hot on that end. And great shooting. <clears throat> uh Domas did not start the game off well. Uh he was one of eight, I believe, in the first quarter. But it's like once he started uh, finally stopping to miss those bunnies, started to get his rebounds, started getting other guys involved. Uh, thankfully, a lot of our guys started hitting shots. Kevin Herter hit a couple of threes. Barnes and Keegan came out hot. De'Aaron started getting hot. Um, I just love the way the team was uh, rotating on defense. I thought the um, I thought inserting Chris Duarte into the lineup was a really nice touch. Um, him hitting a couple of threes was really nice. Um, this is exactly what the team was looking for. This is exactly what uh, Mike Brown wanted from this team to be able to still 
be that team from last year who's able to knock down threes, cut, hit those mid-range shots, as well as pick it up on the defensive end. So it was overall a very entertaining game to watch. I thought them putting Keegan on Harden was a very smart move um, because, in my opinion, I don't know if uh, De'Aaron was doing that good of a, a job on him. Yeah, he got a couple of steals and a couple of deflections. I thought Keegan was a much better matchup for him because he's taller, a lot more lengthy. Uh, again, Fox did a good job too, but I think um, putting Harrison on Kawhi and Keegan on Harden was a, a very smart move. Um, De'Aaron Fox had quite the night tonight, in my opinion. He's player of the game, 33 points, rebounds, or sorry, uh, yeah, seven rebounds. No, sorry, seven assists, six rebounds, and three steals. What a game. Domas, of course, with the triple-double, 17, 12, and 15. Uh, that absolutely brutal, brutal dunk on Zubox. Probably my favorite moment of the game and everybody's favorite moment of the game because not only was it a timeline on my timeline with Clippers fans and other fans and stuff like that talking about Domas and how, he's just, how he just couldn't hang with Zubox and yada, yada, hearing it from Bob Myers. And then once Domas hit that dunk in the third quarter, it was over at that point. I think that's what uh, hyped the team up even more, that Tech was BS. But overall, it was good day back in G1C South in, in Southern California, L.A. The boys are going to come back home and play the Miami Heat. And this is a game that you have to win. Yes, it's a back-to-back, and they've struggled on these. But luck should be on our side. I don't want to have to say that, but it should be. Because the because even though it's Eric Spolstra's team, you still have Jimmy Butler out. You still have Thomas Bryant out, Jovic out. You have these guys out. You need to capitalize on this win. You need or you need to capitalize on on that certain situation, in my opinion. So, yeah. Well, Jordan, thanks for jinxing the Kings. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's you, you it, pretty it, much you know, you just sealed the nail on the coffin, uh, nailed it. Yeah, it, it, ridiculous. Uh, no, but I'm glad you mentioned Duarte. Um, there was a point in the second half where the Clippers made a little run, and I'm like, I know a guy on the bench that was really effective for you in the first half that you need to bring in, and then uh, Mike Brown subbed them in, and then what do you know? The Kings started getting stops again, and then went on their little run uh, themselves in the third quarter, I think. So I'm glad you mentioned that. And then uh, there was a point when Fox was on Harden in the fourth and he was giving him fits. And this was before the tech. And then after the tech, uh, Fox just went crazy and, and got a steal, I believe, and then started doing his thing. So shout yeah, out to Fox. And, and also shout out to Mike Brown for trusting the team. There was a point in the game, I think all the way up until maybe this, right before the end of the first half, where Mike Brown didn't call a single timeout. Talk about like trusting your team, trusting that they know what to do, what sets they need to run, where these guys need to be. At this point, you're over halfway through the season. This is the home stretch for the playoffs. You need to know where everybody is. You need to know what each other is going to do at this point in the season. So shout out to Mike Brown as well for um, for trust for trusting the team. And I'm just very happy with this win. G1C South is rocking with everybody saying, light the beam. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the LA fans for being loud and clear. Seriously. Julie, how are you? Oh, man. This was a solid game. I, I loved seeing the, the production from all our boys. Um, I know that not just the LA Kings fans, but I know there was like a traveling group of Kings fans, maybe like 50, 50-ish of them sitting together. 
loved seeing that, loved hearing them on TV. That was great. Um, no, I, I feel like this was a solid, solid game from our boys. I know there's still more to come tomorrow. We're not done yet, you know, and no game is ever given regardless of whoever the opposing team has out. So like, let's celebrate today, but we ought to be ready for tomorrow because it's never ending. <laughs> Seriously, it's this freaking conference is a shark tank. I mean, the whole league is really, but, and I'm glad you said that. So I'm, I'm going to give you the credit if we win tomorrow to offset Jordan's jinx. So thank you for giving <laughs> Miami respect and the league respect. I appreciate that. And thank you for coming through as always, Julie. I, I totally agree. And back to what Julie was saying, uh, she said something about there were like 50 Kings fans uh, who went to the game together and sat together. Um, I'm going to assume that was from Mike. Uh, he runs, I think, Crown Downtown. Uh, he organized a little Kings fan thing last year for um, a Phoenix Suns game that I was at and Shannon went to. Uh, so, yeah, a shout out to him uh, for doing that noise, organizing these Kings uh, trips to different arenas and whatnot. AD, welcome. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, um, I just thought it was interesting how Bob Myers was like, where's the offense going to come from? And then I was just thinking, it's obvious it's Malik Monk and Sabonis pick and roll. Like, if you've ever watched the Kings or done any, like, minimal amount of research, like, you would know that we would run pick and roll with Malik Monk as our secondary ball handler. So I just thought that was just crazy that Bob Myers did not look into that at all or, like, even research that. And also, I was uh, watching a sports center right after we we wrapped up on ESPN, and Tim Legler, uh, they kind of like sorted us out at the desk with Tim Legler talking about us, and basically all he could talk about was Demontis Sabonis's limitations scoring in the middle of the floor. You know, this thing is crazy that they still, you know, talk about that shit when Demontis Sabonis is just doing so much for our team. It's, it's insane. But yeah, go Kings, baby. Uh, well said, AD. And, and the crazy thing is Tim Legler is usually that guy that everybody praises uh, for being an educator and, and teaching people about the game. But for him to do that is, is crazy garbage. And yeah, you would think Bob Myers would remember what happened last year in the playoffs when Malik Monk would be lighting up the Warriors too. So for him to uh, totally ignore 45. that is crazy, right? Absolutely, man. Yeah, and and I always say it's like to know that you're calling a Kings game and to not research. And you could pick any one of the Kings media personalities in their podcast and get the Kings narrative, uh, get the Kings current narratives out, right? And they don't. No, and it's it's crazy. It's actually disrespectful, you know. But they don't. They they would never see it as that though, because we're kind of a joke. And Bob Myers kind of has a vendetta against us, I guess. Oh, for sure. That dude was ringing the cowbell in that fool's ear. He probably was upset <laughs> about that. So. That would be amazing. And honestly, I, I think that just the national broadcast in general, uh, we're like 0 for 2. Like the last one, I believe, when we played the Warriors, it was a mess. All they did was talk about the Warriors. Uh, both Deer and Fox and Steph Curry were mic'd up, and they didn't play any clips from Deer and Fox. So, yeah, it is so, what it is. We're used to it, right? No, yeah, of course we are, man. Of course. All right. Thanks, AD. We appreciate you. Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Bong, what's up? It's been a minute. What's up, my man? I'm sorry I don't call in all the time. I'm, uh, you know, 
busy with life, but I'm always watching, always keeping an ear out and everything. I was at the uh, the Spurs game the other day, and that was a, that was a great game to be at, a nail biter, but a, a classic Kings win. This one, I didn't watch the whole game, so I just been listening. Um, I love seeing the defense and the energy. I think that um, I've been really like kind of tentative with the energy with this team throughout the season. It's made me kind of nervous with, you know, we've all talked about it, the blown games and everything. But I think De'Aaron's that kind of guy to truly pace himself in a way that might look kind of odd to other people where like he genuinely doesn't give a fuck about being an all-star and he knows how long the season is. And so I'm really hoping that these guys, this energy we've seen from these two games is is real and is going to continue in this post all-star break because being professionals, they knew that this is the stretch that matters. So let's get another win tomorrow, hopefully. Right. But the reason I popped into the call, the reason I wanted to say something was we're talking about this poor broadcast from ESPN. Um, and I expect it all. I'm, I love Tim Legler, but I'm not surprised. It's like, we're going to get that until Sponis performs, blah, 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 Bob Myers. It's all par for the course, but I was genuinely disappointed. And I forget her name, the the female play-by-play who she normally does like Philly games, I think. Right. Um, Beth Mowens. Right. Yeah. Didn't even acknowledge the light, the beam chance that were deafening, like overpowering her. I think whoever's running the board on ESPN might've turned up the crowd volume. Maybe not. Maybe it's just straight credit to those Kings fans, but they clearly let that volume run. Like it was loud and it was overtaking the broadcast and she acted like it wasn't even happening. And that's a little, that's like, as if you're the, that's your job as the play by play. And the announcer is to like help convey not just what's on the court, but like the moment overall. And I, I under, I'm I'm unfazed, slightly disappointed, but largely unfazed by people talking down the Kings over the years. But how are you going to just sweep by that moment as if it's not happening? It's almost like erasure, and it's a little pathetic in my mind. So, light the beam for bet tonight, guys. One hundred percent. And shout out to Mark Jones for always giving his signature line, "Sacramento, the microphone is yours." And he probably would have done it here too if he was announcing our game. My goodness, thanks, Bung. Ben, how are you? Hey, Daly, how you doing, man? <clears throat> um, yeah, man. Bob Myers, fucking suck tonight. <laughs> what up, man? Like, yeah, get get on the talk. Be a talking head on on Sports Center and give your two cents about, you know, behind the scenes GM shit. But don't sit, don't sit in forty eight minutes on a on a NBA fucking national broadcast. That was that was embarrassing. And, and um, I like to watch the local broadcast. But yeah, when you get a national broadcast and it's and it's neutral, I like to. To um to listen as well, but that was garbage, man. I I think I turned it off probably halfway through through the uh, first quarter. He's trash, and um yeah, those chants that was so funny at the end because there was like the beam chants going, and then so like the in game arenas is like changing the chants up, and then it, it, it sounded like there was like a Sacramento chant that was drowning that out, and then they switched back, and then it went back to like the beam. That was that was awesome. That's probably the loudest I've heard it on the um on the telecast. So. Yeah, hats off to all those fans. That was that was that was awesome as well. And um, yeah, I just want to say, like, <clears throat> it's um, really clear to see that these kings are just settling in post um, trade deadline. You know, you, you hear a lot of people say post All Star break as they get a break, but I think for this team, it's definitely post um, trade trade deadline. You know, there's a lot of talk that the kings are were, were poised to make a move and aggressively making moves, and we. We heard a lot of stuff, but now the deadline's passed, and um, basically, 
you, you all you've got is 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 each other at that point, and it's very reminiscent of um of last year. You know, after the deadline, everyone's blowing up. We didn't make a move, and and then the Kings went into um the Clippers and and kicked the shit out of them in that um overtime game last year. It's feeling very very um familiar. So um yeah, awesome game. Hats off to Duarte as well. Um, there's a lot of talk about Malik Monk this off season, but um, yeah, if, if Duarte turns into a real rotation player, um, he's probably going to be our, sec- our second most important um, off season um, move coming up because he he will be extension eligible. So if you if, if, if eligible, if, if he um, turns into a solid rotation player and you can get him on a on a, on a cheap contract going forward, um, that that definitely opens up avenues for trade and things like that. But um, yeah, like the B man, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. Ben, thanks for calling in. As always, appreciate you. Naima and, and Elizabeth, any final thoughts? You know, the whole Bob Myers thing is funny. I listened to his podcast once um, with Maya Moore, and it was it could have been a better um, interview with her because I'm like, you don't understand how truly great Maya was in her prime and while she was playing professionally. So it, it was a decent um, interview. So I don't know, maybe it's just Bob Myers thing being incompetent, but um, hopefully next uh, game, we win next game and beat Miami and whatnot. Of course we can't take them lightly because apparently we like to downplay to our competition, but um, yeah, just light the beam and hopefully I can go to tomorrow's game, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, great win. That's basically all you can say tonight. Um, honestly, I think it was the best one of the season just with, you know, start to finish the defense. Uh, you know, I thought everyone had a hand in the win tonight. Um, everyone seemed to, you know, be on the same page. I heard people talking out there on defense, which was huge. Um, just Fox doing what doing. So, uh, just a really, really big win on the road. Um, especially in, you know, the, the thick of things in the playoff race. I mean, it's going to get real nasty here the next, you know, month and a half, um, with the remaining games that we have. Uh, so all these wins, it doesn't matter who it's against, um, are super important. So yeah, hopefully tomorrow we can get a good one or, you know, another good win. Um, because again, uh, you know, we struggled against the G league, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So I still don't underestimate any team that is led by Eric Spolstra. Also one more thing, shout out to Mason Jones. His, he didn't play a single minute, but his energy on the bench, you could hear on the broadcast, just him like hyping up every play that f- the funny part of like Domas uh what is it called posterizing Zubak and him getting hit with a tech because he was just so excited ended up missing the tech so it was worth it but yeah just shout out to Mason Jones um I I don't know like he doesn't really he hasn't gone any minutes since he's um you know been given that two-way contract but um yeah he just that energy is just infectious and I love it so just to recap Jordan, I believe, said it. He said, yeah, is this the Beam Team 2.0? And, and I really truly believe truly believe that this kind of was. This is the vision that Monty and Mike Brown had. And it was nice to see them play playoff-level defense tonight. And I think this is what we're going to see going forward as they ramp up their defense to get ready for the playoffs. Also, I really do hope Duarte is part of the rotation um, for defensive purposes. Uh, I think he's key. For this playoff run. And again, we did this without Aylen. Um, you could argue that, oh, he's a minor role player, but I think he's actually very key for us as we go into the playoffs. We also talked about how Fox was the best player on the floor. Agreed, considering uh, all the other stars that were on the floor. 
Um, shout out to the Kings defense for holding Kawhi and Harden to 35% shooting. Um, and we really should be giving flowers and appreciating um, De'Aaron Fox and Domas every time uh, they go out to play for us. Um, this is a wonderful era of Kings basketball. And, and to watch them play night in and night out is, is a beautiful thing. Uh, shout out to the role players, especially HB, Monk, and Keegan. Uh, they played great. And they showed up when they needed to, especially when Fox was on the bench in the fourth quarter. Uh, those two straight buckets by HB, a three, and, and I think a, a fadeaway. And then Monk hitting his floater in a three as well. And then Keegan on the defensive end. Wonderful job from them. And I love our defense, period. Uh, they were executing, uh, trapping and doubling Kawhi to perfection. Uh, you guys are the best. We're out of here. Again, probably no spaces tomorrow. 99.9% sure, unless some crazy shit happens. I don't know. Malik drops 40. De'Aaron drops 50. So we'll see you tomorrow night in daily. Uh, yeah, maybe. Let's hope. But uh, yeah, thanks, guys, for coming through. We appreciate you as always. And thanks to all the speakers. You guys are the best. Take care.